Hi there, and welcome to the I'll Try That podcast. This week, I am joined by Mr. Joe Druitt. Hey. Uh, I have Matthew Barber here as well. Ahoy, ahoy. And Simo. Nope, he left us for Australia. Not that I'm different. <laughs> You're really hammering that point. Man. You're really <laughs> going hard on Simo not being here. That's right. Um, and this week we are trying Timothy Taylor um, beer. That's what <laughs> not, not the man himself. So <laughs> that's just, Timothy Taylor is on trial. What's he on trial for? <laughs> no taste. But that's fine. Oh, we'll move on. <laughs> Shots fired, and we haven't even got through the intro. Trying to get shot in before the refs even rung the bell. Oh, this one's going to be feisty, ladies it's fine. and gentlemen. It's right. put it out I'll there. hand over to Barber for the hot topic. Yeah, you put me onto hot topics instead of getting onto our massive argument about this bit. Um, <laughs> um, uh, hot topic. I'm technically speaking, guys, this isn't news. Um, I thought I would share something with you. I'm afraid this year, as happens most year years um i got another year older as we all do uh it's depressing um but good hall of presence yeah i know right um another another five years or so and i might be able to grow a beard um (laughs) let's see i'm not holding out much hope though um however that said pretty good hall of presence um it got me said and uh of particular note for that uh was this which you chaps can probably see on camera So for the listeners at home, ladies and gentlemen, we have got, um, written by Mark Dredge, the beer bucket list. Over 150 essential beer experiences from around the world. So I was debating about what to do with this in many ways. There's a few in here which are, you know, a bit of a foregone conclusion. There you go. Dublin, Guinness, that sort of thing. Um, but there are some really interesting other ones. There's, there's also some that will surprise you. I've spotted in this in this list also. Drink in uh, Weatherspoon's pubs. Tick. Nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> Early doors. But it's all split by, by different continents. So there's bits for North America. Uh, there's bits for Europe. There's, there's you know, a section on, on uh, UK in, in individually, UK and Ireland, um, Australia and New Zealand and, and the rest of the world. I was going to suggest maybe we do a pick a page at random and say, well, whatever is on here, we are going to do. Um, however, <laughs> I suppose it, it would also be, I mean, we probably want to do a little bit of, uh, um, uh, we would do a Australia and New Zealand. I think that would in, involve the four I, of us, but also maybe. I think, I think we'd want to do a one that one we're more likely to bring, to actually achieve and bring that achievement yeah. to the listeners. Maybe, exactly. yeah. maybe Europe. Yeah, Europe, yeah. UK. Let's localise in Europe. A random page in Europe, exactly. let's say. So, I mean, there okay. is more I just opened. There is one I wanted to talk about. I never know if we actually got around to doing it, but I know we were talking about doing one of these in here is, is for the uh, for our Antipodean friends. Um, drink stone and wood Pacific ale. So that's that's one I think we were maybe, either we did or potentially are looking at a, an episode for that. But, okay, we'll try one in um, in Europe. If I'm honest, you lost me at Antipodean. Yeah. I'm quite... What's that? <laughs> I don't actually know what that word means. <laughs> great. I, I love it. I, I love the confidence that you used it, though. So I, that's good. I think Antipodean is people in Australia and New Zealand. 
Oh, okay. I'm sure. Yeah. Someone Google it. Oh, I'll, maybe I'll have a Google of it and find out. And... Well, to be fair, Rich does need to reprise his role as the fact checker yeah. of the <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm fact severely dyslexic. Baby fact check. Oh, and that's, uh... yeah. <laughs> that's a word that you've got to spell. <laughs> yeah. We're going to turn out it's going to actually mean it's going to mean something with four legs or something. Uh, <laughs> there, there are no results for Antitabadean. They've got anteaters. <laughs> so, so that's I've got images of anteaters. That's brilliant. I love that you've got so, the word so wrong that Google's on. I've got no idea. I'm doing it. I'm doing you've it. got to help me out here. Yeah. I don't An- know. Antipadean. Uh, no, still just pictures of anteaters. I mean, the so, fact that you kind of like didn't say the end of the word makes it a very strong case that you're typing in something completely under undistinguishable. An antipodean relating to Australia or New Zealand used okay, by inhabitants of the a, northern hem- hemisphere. Yeah. Not, and it doesn't matter that I just made that up. Um, <laughs> no one uh, will and Barbara, you didn't think we'd get more than two minutes out of this yeah. segment. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Spelling. That's what yeah. we've done. <laughs> In the beer podcast that's, that's uh, running, out, running out of um, a few ideas. Okay. Quick, we need some more filler. Filler. Okay. Quick, let's get some filler in. Um, so, uh, I'll typically, you go in here and, um, <laughs> what do you reckon? Pick a random beer uh, thing in, in, um, in Europe. That everyone should do. Uh, the Bermondsey Mile. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. You, no, that is a good one. Um, that I have actually spotted that in here. That's a UK one. Um, yeah. And I, I think, you, did you say you've done a little bit of... I've done... You, I've, well, you've I've been sampled, in that the worst, haven't you? I've put my toe in the water of the Bermondsey Mile, but there are plenty more archways to walk under and try ah. different beers. So we will do some more of that, I think. Sure. Let, I think let's do... Let's take that and, and do that one. Um, mm-hmm. There is a beer spa... Okay. Yes, yeah. we just talked about a beer spa year a while, a while ago. ago. It might have yeah. been a year ago. It was in uh, in uh, the Czech Republic, yeah. wasn't it? That did a exactly. beer spa. Maybe that's the one we go for in that I case. Would because also a beer oh, spa. Yes, like the healing properties are there for it. Rich, I'll tell you now. Next time you come over to my house, I'll pull you a bath and I'll just pour some landlord in it. So <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Taylor landlord, and you can get right in. It's fine. I'll be really hydrated because it's just water. Um, maybe, if you, maybe if you drank enough of it, you might start talking some sense as well. Um, right. Listeners, I must jump in here because you've, you've, you've caught us in a bit of a, a heated debate that's going on here. I'm trying to play the kind of like the, the mediator between Matt and Rich right now. Because they are very much on opposing sides of Timothy Taylor's. Um, I think before we get into said heated debate, maybe let's unpack Timothy Taylor's for those of our you know international audience that maybe aren't familiar with the brewery. Basically, Timothy it's Taylor. great, and Rich doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay, right. <laughs> so, with that being said, Timothy it's Taylor, fine. I'm calm. I'm calm. Is a Yorkshire-based brewery that has been brewing beer for 160 years, over 160 years, I should say, and it was still it's still owned by the family that started the brewery back in 1858 by, who could guess, Timothy Taylor. Oh, I was really hoping you were going to say it's Thomas Taverner or something yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Now, I, I mean, as an aside from this, on a personal note, I always get very confused talking about Timothy Taylor as a brewery because my uncle is also called Timothy Taylor. So whenever you say, really? oh, you know, Timothy Taylor, yeah, he, literally that's his name, it's Timothy Taylor. And so I always think, my, my instant reaction is, oh, well, my uncle. He's like, no, no, you're talking about the beer in Yorkshire. Or is, <laughs> is, this, is this beer not actually just referring to your uncle's landlord? Uh, no, uh, he's not a landlord. See, 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 what, see what I did there? No, I don't yeah, uh, but that's the signature beer, isn't it? Which I assume that you chaps have, have got as well. The classic yes. pale ale of 4.1%. Yeah. Yeah. Which is their, as you said, is their kind of best known beer landlord, uh, which is quite bold to call it a classic pale ale, right? Uh, no, it's just an accurate description. It is an absolute classic. It's beautiful. I, it, it's. Oh, go I, on. I'll let you, have, I'll let yeah, you, I'll yeah. let you go in. I, Rich, Rich can I, have his time in the I'm sun. I'm holding back. So we can discuss it later because look, I'll give Timothy Taylor due. I've been reading some of their stuff on their website, and they're doing some pretty interesting things. Okay, okay. I will give them. I will give them that. Okay, that like, I was reading about their their trucks that were all specifically designed to carry the beer at a certain temperature, so that it is brought to the it's brought to the pub, so it tastes how Timothy Taylor wants you to taste it. Which I think is pretty that's cool. Pr- that's pretty ingenious. I like that. Um, also, that the, the amount of awards this brewery have won over the years Cam- is pretty phenomenal. We've got Cameron wants to really go through that. Camera accolades so coming out their ears, haven't they? Yeah, they've won an amazing amount of awards. Um, but singling on Landlord, because that is the beer that we are having, um, and we, as we said, it's their best-known beer. Um, so it was originally created for miners. So the working man, right? <laughs> sorry, children. <laughs> oh man, Wait, sorry. Oh, that's good. That's that's really sidetracked. That's great. Know, I've, um, also, I've also figured it because tailors, not tailors, miners are also known that many of them lost their taste buds when they were down in the mine because they got a cold. So that explains. <laughs> why they love Timothy Taylor's. Right. Okay, okay, let's keep going. Okay, that, that's one working hypothesis we're, we're, we're going to put in the mix. That's nonsense. <laughs> so, it was originally created for miners, you know, the, the people working underground, you know, digging out ore and whatever. Um, but it was originally created to compete against local rival, which was called the Barnsley Bitter, which I've never heard of. Maybe it hasn't survived the test of time. It, sound, but that's, it sounds fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's Barnsley Bitter. It must sell very well in Barnsley if it's still around. Um, So, Landlord, to give it some... We talked about uh, Timothy Taylor having won a lot of awards. Uh, Landlord has been the four times champion beer of Britain at the Great British Beer Festival. I mean, if you're not waving your flag right now of the Union Jack, you know, I don't know what's going to bring out your flag after that after that statement. I'm, I'm not messing about. What I can't even believe I'm having an argument with Travers about it being nice or not. Uh, nice or not. What, just run that by me. What was that award it won four years in a row? <laughs> No, honestly, seriously, what, what was the which, what was the award it got? He's drinking it, Drabbers. He can't answer <laughs> because he's drinking it. Why is he drinking it? Because it's really oh, you asking me. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. You keep telling me. So it was the champion beer of Britain at the Great British Beer Festival. Yeah. And wait, champion beer of I Britain at the Great British. I can already see the panel of judges who were at the Great British Champion Great British Beer Award. It's just a bunch of old men, which you are, Barber. Oh, I. I, I'm not. I won't, I won't contest that to be honest. But yeah. I can see them. I can see them in my head as well. There they are having a really nice time. And just because none of them have got a pink Mohican 
doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean they don't know what they're talking about with beer. That, that now also kind of insinuates that I have a pink Mohican right now. This well, well, to be fair, well, you don't well. have a pink Mohican, but you do have a pink shirt on. Yes. But that's fine. And, you know? uh, <laughs> and, this, is, this is bizarre. It's the man with the handlebar moustache doesn't like this beer. <laughs> this is... Okay. None of right. this makes sense to me. <laughs> to quickly move this on. So... There's a reason why landlords started getting more and more like notoriety, I guess, in rec- more recent years. So in 2003, again, we're still going back 20 years. So let's give landlord that, given they're 160 years old. Um, they, uh, Madonna, of all people, queen of pop, said in an interview with Jonathan Ross that landlord was her favourite beer. And since then, it's become more widely available across the country. Oh, mate. Me and Madonna are we are we taking, on the same page? I think this is the first time that's happened. Where? Are we taking endorsements about beer from Madonna? Yeah, she's a, I mean, yeah. She's a co- as endorsements go, that is a pretty good one. Yeah, the woman is a national treasure, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't even say that without laughing. If, if, if Dave Grohl endorsed the beer from the Foo Fighters, yes, I can get behind it, but I can't get behind Madonna endorsing the beer. Look, there's a reason why we like Corona, and it's because Vin Diesel in Massachusetts <laughs> loves it so much. Yes, that yeah. is a that is a people in glass houses moment. I think there is. Man alive. Okay, look. Yeah, okay, look. I'll give you. I'll give you that one. Vin Diesel, my absolute idol, and one of my favourite <laughs> film franchises, The Fast and the Furious. Yeah, okay, fine. That's uh, his, you can, you his, can endorsement, one. his endorsement, uh, I'm being generous in saying this, his endorsement is on a par with my Madonna. So <laughs> <laughs> but we can, we, as, as, a, as an aside, we can tick this down as another great episode where we've managed to get in Vin Diesel and Corona and the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise into the episode. Tick. <laughs> Who wants to do some fun facts about Timothy Taylor? Um, uh, I do. I've got one. You can go what first, is it? Oh, <laughs> just the Timothy Taylor's team are jacked. <laughs> yeah, le- le- legit. We b- bumped into them at the uh, London Craft Beer Festival, and, and we thought they were the bouncers. <laughs> um, and they were they were there promoting the new craft beer. I I can't remember the name of the craft beer, but they are trying to. They are, it's we're, called we're uh, Hoppical Hoppical Storm. That was it's it. their pale ale. Yeah. Did you like that one, Rich? I thought I thought it was called Agua. Which is Spanish for water. It's not, is it? <laughs> um, yeah, I can't. I can't really remember it now. That's probably a good sign of the the craft beer, the craft beer festival. But it's pretty good, as I remember. I'm more yeah. of a landlord kind of guy. Yeah, I think this is so. Hopical Storm has got a slightly different branding. It's a very Timothy Taylor's, but they're really pushing behind it. So this is their attempt at like kind of capturing on the pale ale like crafty scene, right? I must say. Hand on heart, someone who does like Timothy Taylor beers, my favourite pub in London that I go to for my odd cheeky uh, lunchtime, you know, kind of beverage and, and like pie is a, is a Timothy Taylor pub, um, which is great. But I must say their Hoppical Storm didn't really cut it for me. It didn't quite have the same flavour that I would expect from a crafty, you know, kind of like pale ale, which is they, what they're trying to encapsulate. I much prefer their landlord. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, sorry, I do know an interesting fact about um, Timothy Taylor's landlord. So they're 1858, they originated. Um, I'm trying to give you guys a bit of a steer as to, to figure out what it is. But do you know 
where, where or or why it originated, and also potentially in the context of of why beer, to a certain extent, exists as it does today as well. No, please tell. Well, do you remember? I'm sure we covered this in a previous episode about how beer actually was. Uh, at one point was created because it was better for people to drink than than water because the, the water sources were so sort of dirty and contaminated and that sort of thing i think the the thing with timothy taylor's landlord is it's not absolutely defined as a as a causal relationship but timothy taylor the original the original i, I don't know if we've had repeats of his his name since but uh his brother-in-law a man called charles akard um died from typhoid, um, oh, wow. which uh, he contracted from drinking contaminated water. Well, that's um, a horrible way to go. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, silver lining, Timothy Taylor's landlord, <laughs> shouldn't make light of a man's death, but um, that is potentially that happened in 1858, and that is, is they think, uh, what particularly stirred um, Timothy Taylor's interest in brewing. Nice. I mean, I know that the brewery itself is still supplied from this. Uh, this water comes from the artesian well, the Knoll Spring. So maybe this is like the you know where they've moved to in in Knightley, um, uh, yeah, in 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 kind of in Yorkshire. Um, but they say that they are they only use whole hops that are used in their brewing. The yeast strain actually originally came from the Oldham Brewery, which is obviously a very traditional, old school, you know, kind of tradi- like long standing brewery. But they say that actually, as the time of writing on, um, that 80% of their production is for cask conditioned products. So you get them in the pub, basically. And any bottled products, like the ones we're having right now, is actually contracted and created by the Robinsons Brewery, which we have touched on the Robinsons Brewery before, I think. It's another brewery house in, in, in Yorkshire. So again, they are very much catered as landlord is from the name. They are very much conditioned towards that cask in the pub, on-trade environment. Yeah, and you know, I, I thought also just speaking to its origins in the sort of York, Yorkshire neck of the woods, I mean, we haven't actually been talking about beers and, and their sort of appearances uh, of, of late. Um, we, I mean, you know, we've been focusing on the taste a little bit, but this does also, if you look at it, it's got a real old-school English pub vibe, hasn't it? Um proper proper <laughs> well that's a way to describe it but um brown bottle sort of uh yellowy gold and green uh all over the label um old school sort of pump um <clears throat> a, a barman out of pump um yeah it's just got old school slightly farmy vibes <laughs> maybe a little bit farm um sort of country pub country better than better than farmyard but um uh i think it's a nice wholesome tasty beer you know what? I, I feel bad for saying a lot of bad stuff about Timothy Taylor's. And if anybody from Timothy Taylor's does does, does listen to this and would like and would like to prove me wrong, I, I am all up for recommendations on what I should try from their brewery and what would change my mind. I am, I, I am open to this. All right, into us. I'll tell you Rich's address and you can go and beat him up. <laughs> um, so quite some funny. I was just looking at the looking a bit more into Timothy Taylor, and on their website they've got the you know about us or our brewers. If you guys, I've just sent you a link on our chat. Um, you know, go look at it. They've got four, like they've got a head brewer and three senior brewers, and this looks like a collection of like mad scientists. You know, their headshots. <laughs> each one of them is a bit like eccentric to say the least. So, um, oh wow. I'm, 
<laughs> it's Andrew. Andrew, the head brewer, is my kind of guy. Yeah. Right. So they, they are making some real chemistry buffs, is all I'm kind of going down to. These guys really focus their life on crafting beer from the molecular level. That's all I can think of when I look at these these four like pace there. I mean, yeah, okay, don't get me wrong. Timothy Taylor's need to work on their, uh, their diversity because these are four white men, you know, so they do need to work on, like, how are they introducing, you know, new age brewing into it. But this is Timothy Taylor's. It's been around for a very, very, very long time. Still very much family owned. It's not known, let's say, or they aren't going to be pioneers in whatever, you know, whatever area it is, you know, that this is very much about popular culture right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I will add one last thing on that, that all their bit packaged beers are certified vegan friendly. So there you go. That's a nice thing to, oh, to finish yeah. on with Timothy Taylor's. You don't always think of that with, with the, the, the breweries that have been been around 100 plus years, do you? I mean, to be honest, less than that. If there's a brewery 30 plus years ago, you don't think, there's that, uh, think of that as something they might have uh, factored in. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's always, it's always going to go down well, isn't it? So Instagram, they have 11K followers. Uh-huh. On Twitter, they have 17.6K followers. Oh, okay. So I think Timothy Taylor, we can add that to that list of, you know, well-known institutional beers that are well-known to the English populace. Um, you know, obviously a long-standing history in the Yorkshire region. Um, you know, I think they're trying with their Hoppical Storm to appeal to a slightly different beer drinker out there. Um, and you know, let's face it, let's, they've been around for, I mean, I, I can say, what was it? A hundred and fifty, hundred and, sorry, they were around for. Best part of 160. Yeah. But they've celebrated, I should add this out. They've celebrated their 194th birthday. So they've got to be closer now. And that was in 2020. So two more years and they'll have celebrated their 200th year anniversary. That's crazy. That's fairly impressive. I mean, if you start a business and you're, you know that it's going to be over 200 years old by the time it, you know, and it's still going, I mean, wow, yeah. that's it. That's an achievement and a half right yeah. there. Yeah, that's awesome. Beg pardon if uh, Rich and I have gone quiet. I think it's because both of us want last word on the beer anyway. I'll stop mediating and I will let you two have your final words about Timothy Taylor's. I'll go, bar- uh, let's go Drabbers first. No, Barber first. Let's go Barber no, first. No, no, let's Give go the Drabbers go first. Go Drabbers first. Okay, okay. Look, I, I, as you probably guessed, I'm not a fan of Timothy Taylor's. And I, I would hold my hand up. It is not my cup of tea. It's, I don't, I don't think it's got that much flavour. And I think their Hoppical Storm was not great. It was just a very weak, hoppy-less beard that I sampled but I haven't tried all they have to offer I haven't tried all of their beers so I'm open to have my mind changed and I, I'm willing to continue trying Timothy Taylor's to see if there is something that I like there we go in response I would say Richard I completely respect uh, your opinion and believe you are completely entitled to it I would contest your idea that there is no flavour to this beer uh, I think there is. I think there are notes of hops. I think it's a beautiful, lovely, golden, delicious, and wonderful beer. Um, I think it's, uh, I'm, I'm, if it's not too grandiose of me to say, I think it's helped 
it's shaped beer history. It is is the reason we have the beers that we have today, because of uh, beers like Timothy Taylor's Landlord. And I heartily implore anyone who's not given it a try before to to do it. I think it stands out even amongst those other classic pale ales. It calls itself the classic pale ale. I think that's an absolutely suitable description. <laughs> You're not meant to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. You've you've heard both sides of the Timothy Taylor coin. So and try it. Although let you, us know what you think. Although you haven't heard Joe say that actually he really likes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, to be fair, Timothy Taylor landlord is uh, is a good tipple of mine. I enjoy it. Um, uh, but I, I win. <laughs> I agree with Travis, though. I think the Hopical Storm needs a lot of work. I don't think it's that great. I still win. I feel like the Hopical Storm is a bunch of people who think they know what craft beer drinkers want and they've tried to create it, but they haven't nailed it. So I would say we, Travis, you and I can incubate with them. We could help them with their their yeah. taste profile and we could help them create a better brewery, uh, sorry, a better beer, more accustomed to the craft beer consumer. Yes. Me and my squad will keep drinking Landlord. <laughs> <laughs> so basically there's something for everyone, which is great. Apart from me. (laughs) (laughs) And that we'll live with. (laughs) It's not called Richard Drabwell's. That's true. That's true. You keep working on your own beers, mate. (laughs) And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com. And watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>